Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Booked and Blessed podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. Hello, everyone, Booked and Blessed fam. As you can tell, I am sounding a bit better than last week. I am almost back at 100%, so that is very exciting. That's my life update. I have not done much else other than try to get well. And I realized last week I actually forgot about our original Broadway cast album of the week. I don't know how I could have done that, but I'm going to say this week we should all listen to Guys and Dolls, and most of you probably already have, and I'm late to the party. I am off the wagon, was never on the bandwagon. Somehow I have never listened to the soundtrack, the original Broadway soundtrack. So yeah, original Broadway OBC album of the week is Guys and Dolls, everybody. Unless you've already listened to it, then feel free to uh, skip this week. (laughs) So this episode, I believe, again, will be a mini-sode. You know, more compact, mini, cute. Everybody loves a nice little, a nice little mini-sode. So the meat and potatoes or tofu and potatoes of this week's episode is different types of housing when you are on a contract or at least different types of housing I have experienced while on a contract and how I've navigated them. So the first one I have on my list here is performer dorms, which are usually owned by the company. In my experience, um, sometimes they'll also have you stay in like actual college dorms if it's like a summer contract. I've seen that happen before too. For me, I had like a dormitory type situation um, when I worked at a theme park and they had like their own apartment buildings and it was the first year of COVID, this was during 2020, and they had half capacity um, in each apartment. So normally I would have been sharing my space with five other girls and I was only sharing it with three, or sorry, I was only sharing it with two other girls. It would have been six, I was sharing it with two. But there still wasn't enough space for every, it was crazy, I could not imagine having six people in that little apartment. Yeah, so be aware, we did have our own kitchen and you know living room area um the one room had two bunk beds so that was the room where four girls would have stayed and then i stayed in the room by myself which had two beds and it would have been you know two people normally crazy crazy i don't know if they still are doing half capacity or if they're doing six people in a room again on that specific contract i also remember they would deduct ten dollars a day for rent and they would just take that straight out of our paycheck i think every two weeks or once a month whatever it was so it wasn't horrible but it wasn't the best ever um i have also experienced performer like solo apartments where we all had our own studio apartments that was when i worked overseas and in japan and each performer had their own apartment that was like Basically, you walk down the hallway, you had a kitchenette with a stove, I think it was two burners, um, a fridge, a microwave that was also an oven. What else? We had our own 
bathroom and then like a shower room that was attached to the bathroom that had a bathtub and a shower that was so nice and then our bedroom which was like there was a little couch in there but then also our beds of course and we had a little balcony and a really nice sized closet so that was awesome and our rent was part of you know it, they didn't take anything out necessarily it was just covered i think they took out ten dollars a month for the wi-fi which you know what i'll take that any day of the week and our company the company i worked for owned the building so it was basically like all the performers lived in the same building it was pretty nice but when we first got there there wasn't space for us to move in originally because you know people's contracts hadn't ended yet so we were living in another area of the city just a few of us that were in the same show and I mean, those were nice as well. We all had our own studio apartments there, but it just wasn't the same vibe as living with all the other performers. So it was really nice when we got to move in and just have that sort of homey feeling. We also had a lounge and um, like a little outdoor patio area and a studio space where people could sign out. It was like you could either work out in there, you could dance in there. You know, there were mirrors, there was work like some workout equipment type things you could um people would host dance classes people would host workout classes it was really nice and you could work on your own stuff there was like a keyboard and things like that so it was a great space to kind of just rehearse make videos of for your reel or whatever you needed to do um the lounge was nice you could also sign that out and do like people would have little parties in there people would do game nights um like themed costume nights it was really really cute i miss it it was very communal number three on my list uh that i have experienced as part of my housing was a hotel and that was my most recent my last two contracts we actually stayed in a hotel and the big downside of living in a hotel is that you don't have a kitchen you can't really like prep your own food which really stinks so you kind of have to learn little tips and tricks to get by. We had a per diem, thankfully, so we could buy some food, but it wasn't all that much money. So I got protein powder and then I had this like blender bottle, not your normal blender bottle, but one that like you hit the little button and it blends everything up. And that was pretty nice just for like little snacking things. I would obviously get a bunch of snacks. We had a mini fridge, so I would use that. We also did not have microwaves in our hotel room so that we would have to go down to the lobby to microwave anything which really stunk but i learned a little hack a little cheat they had a storefront for a service that meal preps that i actually used prior and had it shipped to my house but they had one there where every week you could order however many meals you wanted and they were all different every week they had a different menu and it was called clean eats and the eats has a Z at the end. And basically I would, on the Sunday before, I would put my order in and then on Tuesday, I would go and pick up my food and put it into my little mini fridge and then just either microwave them at the theater or microwave them down in the lobby. And that kind of helped me, number one, save money and number two, not eat absolutely horribly because <laughs> I love cooking for myself. And that's one of like, my simple joys and I don't know I think energetically it is really good for you to cook your own food because you're putting your own energy into it and love into it and when someone else is making it it's just not the same but clean eats was a good 
good middleman there. Number four on my list is sometimes you have to find your own housing. When I worked at a theme park, another theme park, wow, imagine that. In Missouri, I actually, because I was going to be staying there for the full season, they had housing on their premises, but it was only for people who were there for like not an extended period of time, like either just the Christmas season or just a certain part of the year, whatever it was, certain part of the season, they would not have you there long term. So I had to find my own apartment. And thankfully, I reached out to the hiring manager, whoever had been in contact with me and said, hi, um, do you know anybody who is looking for a roommate or any of the other performers? They put me in contact with the girl who I ended up living with. She had already been living in that area and was a resident, had been living there for a while, had her own condo, and the rent was only $400 a month. I had my own room, I had my own bathroom, and she had a really cute cat, and it all worked out. Um, I kind of just, you know, gave her my rent money, like sublet from her because she was the owner of the condo. And yeah, thankfully that happened. But I know other people, um, other performers who have teamed up with other performers who are moving there and, you know, they'll lease an apartment or sometimes depending where it's at, you can go on like Facebook groups or Facebook, Facebook marketplace and see who's subletting or if they'll let you do like a short term rental, which brings me to the next thing on my list, which is Airbnbs. So sometimes as well as renting or subletting, you can contact someone on Airbnb and ask if you can do a longer term stay and they will sometimes like reduce the price for you and make it more reasonable instead of, you know, doing nightly. I know a couple people who have gone that route and also in addition to that, sometimes theaters will rent Airbnbs for the cast. The theater I just worked at where I was staying at the hotel, other people I know who have done shows with them in the past, they actually said they put them in an Airbnb and they were all together in like a cast house. So I don't know which I like more, being with my cast and being with everyone all the time or having my own room, but like having no kitchen. That's tough. That's a tough one. Do I, do I value my privacy more or the ability to like feel like a real person? And the last thing I have on my list here is to remember when you take a contract, if you are currently living in a place where you're paying rent or a mortgage or whatever, that you're going to have to keep paying your rent there at home, wherever you call home, unless you sublet or figure something out. And that is a big, big factor for anything. Like, will I have enough money to live and do my thing wherever I am, am I going to have to pay rent there and in my other place if I can't find a sublet? They're just, you know, points and factors that you should have in mind when deciding whether or not to accept a contract. So when housing is provided, it is definitely a major plus for me because I do have an apartment in Brooklyn to not have to pay a second rent if that makes sense. And that's really all I have for you this week, everyone. Those have been the different types of housing that I have experienced. I've actually surprisingly never been in a cast house with like my entire cast, which I mean is probably good <laughs> depending how long the contract is because I've heard that sometimes it can get 
crazy. It can feel like a reality TV show. But DM me any of your experiences with housing, if you've had anything different, if you have had a cast house, what that was like, um, your weirdest housing or some of your favorite housing that you had when, when you were away on a contract. I want to hear it all. And um, yeah, that's all I have for you this week. I hope next week I will be at 100% for you guys. Um, if this podcast has brought any value to your life, I humbly ask that you give me a little <clears throat> five-star rating, a sweet little review, and you know, while you're at it, why not give me a little subscribe, a little follow, so you can know, be the first to know when new episodes drop every Monday. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, burning inquiries, you know what it is. Send them on over to at Booked and Blessed Pod on Instagram or at Carissa Hope, that is K-A-R-I-S-A-H-O-P-E. And I will either message you back or maybe if you would like, I can answer your question on the pod. That's right, live and in person. <laughs> we can zoom you in. I don't know. We'll, we'll do what we can. And with that... I hope you have a magnifique Monday and in a week. I hope you have a magnifique Martin Luther King Jr. Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.